So, next question. Our next superlative, not a question. Van superlative. Most livable spot. Most what? Livable, livable. spot? Um, Twin Lakes. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. So <laughs> no things, brainer. I mean, yeah. Things to look for in a livable spot, like provisions close by. And honestly, I would say for livable, I would say good cell service. Like if you want somewhere. When I say livable, I yeah, mean like livable. you can stay there for, you know, the max is 14 days. So... <laughs> Yeah, three um, weeks, right? Fourteen days or three weeks. We're almost at two weeks, almost. Yeah. Um. So yeah, cell service, provisions close by, and then just like Twin Lakes is great because there's lots to do. shit to do. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a trailhead right nearby. There's the lake. There's I mean there's Mount Elbert right there if you want to go like really climb a mountain. Um, Colorado Trail. Yeah, there's lots to do. I also think weather. Weather plays a big part. And I know it, it changes. Does. Like, obviously, Twin Lakes isn't livable year-round. That's, yes, not year-round. I, I, mean, I don't know if any spot is livable. I don't think we have a year-round livable we spot. Ha- I'm sure there is, or there are, but we the spots we've been going... Buena Vista would probably be the closest. Might be. Might be. It would be uncomfortable, though, for a or while. Or, like, Flagstaff. Maybe. We haven't stayed in Flagstaff. We would have to stay, like, during the winter, we'd have to stay halfway from Flag, like, down the mountain, halfway between Flagstaff mm-hmm. and Sedona. Because Sedona would be too hot. Or, Sedona, yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of them. On, uh, Sedona's another one. Potentially. But it gets so hot in the summer. But, like, for what? Which, like, what was the most livable spot for us this past year? So, obviously, we weren't in Sedona in the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would say, yeah, Twin Lakes. Yeah. Twin Lakes is the spot. Yeah. I will not say year-round Twin Lakes, but in its prime weather season, Twin Lakes. Yes. yes okay. Definitely. MVP of van life. MVP as this can be. Is it a person? Can be an object, an item? I mean, we name all of all of our objects. We, we just name can't talk. all of our objects. Yeah. So. I think our Dometic cooler. Dumb. Dumb. Is... I think uh, Dom is our... Sorry, (laughs) I got distracted. I think Dom's our MVP. He really changed the game to where we could Mm -hmm. really start utilizing our solar, not just for, like, work and what we needed to use it for. We could also, like... Plug in the salt lamp. Yeah, we also, like, really got in a rhythm with, like, Mm -hmm. okay, wow, we have enough power to plug in the salt lamp, to use our projector freely, to, like, Mm -hmm. charge cameras and drone batteries freely. Yeah. Yeah, we just, like, don't worry about how to use our solar power. Um, which we were. We don't feel like we, handicapped with. Before we had Dom, we did feel that yes, way. Yes, we felt handicapped with like the amount of solar power mm-hmm. we could have in the van. So like, if you charge something, that was something else that you probably couldn't charge. Like I would have to start weighing. Like, okay, is it like can I charge my laptop right now, or should I like wait two days till we go to a coffee shop to do it? But now since we have Dom, yeah, I'm just like yeah, sure. It's the sun's out. Okay, I'll try. So yeah, our Dominic Cooler. He was, he was a game changer. Uh, person would be Ron, baby. Ron's Diesel Dog. Okay, you literally... Shout out Ron. Both of those were my... Like, whichever <laughs> one you didn't say of those. You were going to say the other say. one. Yes, yes. Ron, our mechanic. And then, yeah. Ron, Dom. we love you. Dom we'll be Dominic. back soon, bro. Hopefully we not. We need help. But we probably will. <laughs> okay. Um, moment you felt the most happy in band life oh, in wow. the last year. Moment I felt the most happy. Mm-hmm. I think 
that day we spent naked in the saguaro forest mm. was one of the happiest days like, yeah just that day was a dream <laughs> i was hoping you would talk longer so that i could think more no i don't want to add anything else to it that yeah. it's our, it's like i can't i can't describe it it was just that was a very happy day I mean, I think, I mean, yeah, there's lots that I could say right here, but one of the ones that's coming to mind right now is the first time we took Roxanne, which is our paddleboard, the first time we took her out on Twin Lakes. Uh Um, We parked like right on the shore and we just like took her out in the evening. It was like late afternoon, early evening and... Yeah, that was, I don't know, it was the first time taking her out, being, like, we had, I, I love the water, but I hadn't really gotten to be on the water like that in a long time, so that felt really good, and, yeah, that was, that was just a And, like, day. Twin Lakes was already a special spot mm-hmm. for us, and, like, we'd been around the water a lot, but we hadn't been on the water. Yeah. And so yeah. that was a cool moment, it, like, added even another layer of depth to yeah. that spot for us, so, yeah. 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 Um, moment Happy you days. felt the most scared? Scared? Uh, I think when we were driving up Monarch Pass and we blew through our turbo hose. So the first thing to go wrong in the van. Yeah, pretty much the first thing to go wrong in the van since we were driving it. Yeah. And yeah, we were going up one of the tallest passes in Colorado and we had no service and we didn't know if we could make it and mm-hmm. we, I was literally like there would be a line of cars behind me every two minutes so I'd have to pull off at every pullover mm-hmm. every slow turnout and we got to the point where you could see kind of the road continuing around like the ridge and going up the mountain and I was like I need to fly my drone and see how much further we have to go because if it's too much further we might need to head back down yeah. but there was like no cities behind us. We had to get to Salida. So mm-hmm. I think that was a moment where I do remember also like being, we were both kind of calm and cool at the same time. We were. But I think like looking back on it, that was also like, I just had no idea what it could be. We had just gotten into the van. Like, it, was it all about to fall apart? I think kind of yeah. like the deep, deep scariness was there too. Yeah. I mean, my. That's the first one that comes to mind. Like any scary moments that I think of are all like van issues. <laughs> um, I haven't. I don't feel like I've felt any sort of safety issues, or I haven't felt like anything like that. It's all been like, is the van okay? Are we going to be able to? Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> I wasn't like scared for our lives. I was yeah, just scared I for like. I was scared that. for like the livelihood of mm-hmm. the van life. <laughs> well, and like, yes, that was within the first month. We just bought, you know, we just bought it. Like, what? We just bought it. We yeah. just moved into it. We had, like, we had nowhere else to live. Yeah. Yeah, so all that added up, too. Yeah. That was a very tense moment. It was. Favorite animal encounter? I gotta say, when I encountered the moose in Crested Butte. Yeah. Is yeah. that what you'd say, too? Um, yes, but to give a different one, I liked the fox that we encountered, Ooh, like, a yeah. couple weeks ago. That was like getting really. It, the fox had obviously been around humans. He was not. I mean, he was keeping his distance. He would not take food out of my hand, but he would come very, very close. Um, like within, definitely within ten feet, maybe within five. Um, that was cool. 
foxes are just Which so is a, majestic yeah, and beautiful. Uh, animal that you thought and wanted to see in like the first year and didn't. Because I would say rattlesnake <laughs> would be my top animal. Like One, I really wanted to see a rattlesnake. And two, I thought I would. We were in Arizona for one, four months. One, I did not want to see a rattlesnake and we did not. That what, why did you cancel that out? That would have been so cool. You like unmanifested that. that for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to manifest seeing a rattlesnake or hearing a rattlesnake or coming across a rattlesnake and it did not happen. I wanted to see a coyote. We never saw one. Yeah, we, had, we, we heard did not them. see a coyote. We heard them often, but we never saw one. We've seen foxes, moose, bobcats. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that actually might be one of my funny moments is when Conan when chased, Conan chased the bobcat. We should, we should have said best dog memories, but there's way too many. Okay, coolest. Oh, coolest. Excuse me, coolest space moment. Oh, I was gonna interject here and say, Kona. Go back to the question of like new obsession in the van. We haven't asked that one yet. Well, I said dried mango. The dried mango answer. You okay? Uh huh. Kona's would be his frisbee. Okay. Okay. Now, favorite space moment. Yes. Like, as in favorite interaction with outer space is what I mean by that. Interaction with or experience without so just looking at (laughs) seeing, uh, man, there's a few meteor showers, plural. Yes, I think the one in Crested Butte though would probably take the cake. Yeah, I don't know, the one in Tucson was pretty cool too. It was, we weren't living in the van though. We were, we were in the van, okay, 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 okay. Um. What you what Caleb meant by that is when we were in Tucson and we watched a meteor shower. It was we were staying at one of his aunt's house in yes. Tucson, kind of taking like a week respite. But this was during van life. The van was the van was parked in the driveway. Like this is part of yeah. That's part of okay. It. Okay, that counts. There. We weren't sleeping it was in the cool. van during that week. We saw like well, I guess you were, but. a few. We saw like. Two shooting stars at once. Yes, that's what I remember. <laughs> the Tucson meteor shower. I remember like at the same time you would see two different shooting stars. It was like, like that's how insane it, was it was. Raining shooting stars. Yeah. I and just then think Crested Butte was a really good one too. We had to wake up at like four a.m. Mm-hmm. to see it, and it was it was like freezing. Mm-hmm. It was like right at thirty two. Like I woke up early to make us both coffee. We went and got on the roof of the van. Uh, and got a blanket and just I remember like we we started counting and then we got over like we forty got, got over fifty and then it's like we just kind of gave up yeah and then and then the this sun and like, then the sun rose this was probably in like thirty or forty five minutes yeah, yeah and then yeah and then we I watched guess the that sun one's rise. cool because we were in the van and like we got up on the roof and like yeah. laid that was cool um, I would say in addition to those when we saw the elon musk satellites oh my gosh good one good one yes moab that was weirdest space moment it was weird that might have been the coolest space moment too it was weird we also saw the great conjunction the the circle around the moon oh yeah the moon halo the moon halo um the elon musk satellites we literally this was just like a couple months ago we were in moab and we just stepped out of the caleb you just stepped out of the van and you're like amy come here <laughs> i was like i was just like amy 
come out here and look at this. And so I came out and we looked up and yeah, there was just a line of it looked like just stars. Like that's how small they were. They're yeah, if you've seen dots. a satellite in the sky, it looks like a very slow moving mm-hmm. shooting star. But they were all in a line, so they're all together. They're like following the same path, and they were just like moving across the sky. So it literally looked like a line of dots just moving across. I mean, the there sky. was like over fifty of them. It was insane. And it looked like they were on the string, just spaced out like a little bit from it was each other. So weird. That was that was weird, and everyone started commenting commenting on it around us, like yeah. people who were camped in the area. They're like, "That's so weird." Yeah, literally, people were like, "Look at the sky." Yeah, and I had like just told you the moment before. Yeah, it was weird. Okay, we only have a couple. More. Good question, though. A new habit or something you brought back into your life. Oh, this is the band. question you thought I was trying to get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A new habit. I will say, I feel like I've. Um, kind of pick back up reading a lot, mm-hmm. or not just, or just being more engaged and like in tune with reading. I don't yeah. know how to word it exactly. I, I've, I, I've read over the past few years. Like even when we lived in Denver, I've read certain books, but just how I've been like engaged with it in the van has felt a lot deeper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I felt a real like love for it. I agree, with and that. like. I'm learning a whole lot, and I'm one over again. I'm passionate for it. I what about know. you? I don't know. A new habit or something I brought back into my life. Oh, beer. Oh my gosh! What a good answer! Another <laughs> great it. answer. It's Amy. beer. Um, I so I used to drink beer quite often. You know, 21 to 25 or so, and then just a. One, it just slowly over time started making me just feel bloated, like not feel good. It gave me headaches. And so I just like stopped drinking it pretty cold turkey and only drank like liquor and wine for the last five or six years. Um, and then, yeah, this year I just slowly started bringing it's only certain beers. Like not, I will not just. Dos Equis. Yes. <laughs> just say it. You drink, um, you drink Dos Equis. <laughs> So I've slowly started to bring that back in, and it's felt really good. So, yeah, yeah, it's been cool. I think it's been a neat thing, relationally. Yes, because <laughs> you love beer. I do. And I mean, we've always talked like you love going to breweries, and I love going to breweries too. But you have always expressed that it just doesn't seem as fun. To go yes. to a brewery with someone who is not going to drink. We just end the up beer. not going to a brewery because I'm the only one that would drink. And but I like breweries have a great atmosphere. Like I love fair. hanging yeah. out there. I love yeah. hanging with you and hearing about the beer you're drinking. And like some, a lot of times they have things. games. I love yeah. playing games. But you've just always been like, it's just, you know, if you're not drinking, it's just not the same. Yeah. And the last, the last two breweries we've been to the last two weeks, you've gotten a beer. I have. You even had a flight yesterday. Yes. But I never finished them. <laughs> but yes, Dos Equis was the game changer. That's yeah. what brought you back to beer. Okay, so now a new habit or something that you've lost or gotten rid of. Uh, It's kind of... It's still... I mean, we're just a year in. But I would say like working out consistently. Yes. You, like you would say that for me too? Yeah. <laughs> I, what I, are you trying to you say? you hadn't said that, that, I would I'm, have said I've that. I've gained some weight. No, I uh-huh, just... Sure. No. Yeah, uh, but as we, I have kind of started working out the last few weeks, or tried to, mm-hmm. didn't work out this past week, but working out, you know, work out. 
Working out did not work out. Nothing was working out this past week besides us getting to Yosemite. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just working out on a consistent basis and like doing programs, I just stopped. Yeah. How has that felt? Like, do you wish that hadn't happened? Like, do you want to change that? Or, I, like, I mean, that's why I brought it back t- the past two. I was like, say, going into year two, do you want to like consciously try to bring it back in? Or are you kind of like, no, I'm good with letting go of that? I want to... Uh, I know I mentioned a few... Like a few months ago, like going into the summer, I really wanted to use... You want a hot girl summer. Hot girl summer, mm-hmm. yes. I wanted to use hiking and biking as like methods of like actual like focused and intentional like exercise. Mm-hmm. Like I would hike the same trail just to get kind of a workout too over and over again. Like be more intentional about like, okay, I'm going to hike three times a week and try to get, you know, get some good hikes in and like bike once. Yeah. And like do that. But then I also kind of felt like, okay, there's enough time... And I'm easing back into it. I was only doing it every other day where I could kind of do a low, uh, what do you call it? Like intensity workout. Impact. Low impact yeah. workout. All body weight, mainly like yoga and Pilates. Mm-hmm. And then still keep a yoga practice going too. Yeah. So I did feel the need to kind of like experiment with like bringing some just like actual like fitness, fitness back in outside of just like hiking and living on the road. Yeah. But that's been the main one. Because back in, I mean, the last seven years living in a house, we've always been mm-hmm. doing workout programs. And you've maintained that. Somehow. I have maintained that. You yeah. have shown it is possible in my face, and I still cannot make it possible <laughs> in my life. Well, you have. Uh, it is possible. You just, yeah, it's possible. What would you say for you? For me, I would say um, listening to podcasts, actually. Is what has stopped? Yeah, pretty much. Oh. I mean, compared to how much I was listening to podcasts, yes. Hmm. Um, I do, like, the last couple months, I've tried to, like, be intentional. Like, I'm going to go on a hike and listen to this podcast. Or, like, there was one time even we were driving somewhere, and I never do this. We always listen to music together, but I, like, put headphones in. I was like, I'm going to listen to a podcast. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I I miss it. And it is something that I have um lost or gotten rid of since we moved in the van but i want in year two to try to bring back because i really i i like it i like listening to podcasts and you're not a big podcast guy you don't really listen to podcasts so it's not like we listen to podcasts together when we're driving um i like won't listen to podcasts yeah while driving or ever or ever (laughs) so it's something that I want to intentionally bring back in i'm like okay when we're driving yeah maybe i will put in headphones and listen to podcasts or I might be intentional, intentional, intentional about hiking to hike, but also part of it is I want to listen to this podcast. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's it for me. Good one. Okay. Okay. Any words for new or potential van lifers since we have been in the van for a year? Number. Okay. There you go. Nothing. Got nothing. (laughs) Um, just because we lived in a year, I do not feel like I can give. I can give insight. I don't think I can give advice. Um, I can give insight to one one year in, and it's roll with it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of. I, I would just say like, even though, like no no one's life on the road looks the same. It looks even closely the same. Mm-hmm. Depending, even if even if we are like both in very similar vehicles, like if you had the exact same van as us, 
if you had the exact same man, which does not exist. Santiago is one of a kind. Well, if you bought one of... <laughs> but if you had, like, the same size with the same, like, capabilities mm-hmm. as our van, like, your experience of how you live on the road is going to be completely 180 different from us. So it's hard. And, like, you just, like, don't make it your own. And everyone, even people who we met who aren't living in vans but who are living on the road... And living out of different stuff from huge, like, fifth wheels to small little teardrops. It's like they've made it their own, and that's that's their life. And it becomes just, like, how you want to make it. Yeah. There you go. So, make it. Do Hopes it. Hopes <laughs> and dreams for the next year. I hope that we don't have a lot of van maintenance this year. <laughs> I will drink to that. Yes. I know that's not going to be the case. <laughs> it's one of those life things where you can hope one thing, but it's it's you hopeless. Yeah, you know the reality is not that. Um, I, I I don't know. I feel um. Your one was something. I want to go to the beach. That's my dream. Yeah, it would be cool to get a coastal living situation yes. sometime in the van. Yes. But uh, I'm also excited to go back to a lot of the areas we went mm-hmm. first year in the certain seasons. I think we we got can visit them. Very lucky we found very good areas. Yeah. And so yeah. it's cool now having those areas to keep on returning to, you know, every every season as like a. It's not a vacation. It almost feels like a vacation, but you're returning. It's always like, oh, we're returning home to Moab, and then we're returning home to Buena Vista, and then we're returning home to Sedona, mm-hmm. and then returning home to Murana. Mm-hmm. It's like everywhere now has this kind of like little home cool, feeling. yeah, home feeling. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited for year two. Me too. Okay, let's answer some questions from Instagram real quick. Okay, real few quick. last questions yes. on year one of. Untitled Van Life Project. Yes. Okay. Hit so, me with it. When are we getting tatted next? Um, <laughs> as soon as I actually learn how to get my tat gun working, or Ooh. I keep on pushing for you for you to get a tattoo next I week know. when you're in Denver. I hope that happens. We'll see. It's your turn. I'm making I'm making sure that you know it's your turn, and now everyone knows it's your turn. I am going to Denver to get a tattoo this coming weekend. Um, and my artist is Does in Logan Denver. Logan listen? We tell him we'll, we'll tell him we'll. My artist is in Denver, so we'll we'll see what happens there. But okay. I I mean, I feel at least on one of my arms, I feel tied to him. Like I want to keep him working on that one. On my other arm, and I guess all the other parts of my body, I'm open to anyone. Um, but also, we have to think. I mean, I always think about finances too. Like we can't just if it were finances, if yeah. finances were a thing, I'd be getting tatted way more often um as soon as it's possible yeah is the the real answer yeah that's a good one but i'm also waiting on you okay (laughs) okay um would you ever go bigger like a schoolie or smaller or you happy with the van i think the van is such a sweet spot i don't think i would almost go like if i if i had to choose i would try to stay with van like even if we had the change vehicles or houses or vehicle houses Mm -hmm. i would try to find another van situation i think first i think my backup option to that would be like a truck in a small small camper yeah 
I do not think I would require anything large, but I would much rather, I think, have a van still yeah. over that. Um, and as far as bigger, no. Yeah. Definitely not bigger. I don't think I would want bigger, like a schoolie. Um, they're very, very cool, and I love seeing them. And we have some friends who live in one, um, but I just, I like... Schoolie or a fifth wheel, I just... I feel more limited. I mean, I can't say because I haven't lived in them, but I would think they might be a little more limiting just on where you can go and where you can get. Like, we can still, if we need to, park our van in, like, a parking space. Yes. If we need to. The van is very adaptable to your situation. Yeah. Uh, I think you could run into circumstances pretty much in any other realm where like stuff we've done in the van would not be possible for you in a fifth wheel or a camper Mm -hmm. or a schoolie and also the only time something besides a van appeals to me is like what we've dealt with the last week when the van has to go in the shop so we lose both a car and a house the only time anything else appeals to me like maybe towing a camper would be that situation like okay if our truck needs work we still have our camper we at least don't have to rent a car well, if our truck needs work, we would. Oh, have a car. yes. But sorry, the truck other way needs work. We still have our house, or if like something needs to be fixed on the camper, we still have our truck. Yeah, you know, like that's the only time that the van really can take a big blow is if you have to put it in a shop somewhere. You lose a car in a house. Yeah. Um, but which is why know, this week we've had to rent a car and, and five house. houses. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Hold on, I've got another one. What's been the hardest part? We talked about that. Would you say like a general hardest part? We talked about hardest moment. Would you say like a general hardest part? I mean, I kind of think... I would say I mean, it's just, when the van's in the yeah, shop. Yeah, the van's in the shop. Yeah. Um, other than that, like... Sometimes maybe like going to a new city... I mean, it's not hard. You just like look up all the places you need to find provisions. Yeah. But... It is nice when you go back to, like I was talking about, going home to Moab or going mm-hmm. home to Buena Vista. When we go to areas we've been before and know that are very livable, it's like, oh, yeah, we have our, we know where all of the provisions mm-hmm. are. And even, like, multiple options for of different s- spots to stay. Of spots to yeah. stay and spots to get, like, we know multiple water fill-up yeah. options. We know multiple grocery stores. Mm-hmm. We know we know where we multiple can. propane. propane. Yeah. yeah, so that's always nice. But every now and then, like, when you get to a new city, it's like, oh, we got to do a provision run. Sometimes there's... That day's going to take longer. Yeah, it's just going to take yeah. longer. And you're not gonna, it's probably not going to go very smoothly. And there might be... You might find a better mm-hmm. option down the road. But yeah, um, that just comes with the territory. Okay, so we kind of got this question twice. Um, now that you've experienced van life and freedom with that, can you ever see yourself returning to a life not on wheels? And then someone else said, do you all see yourselves doing van life indefinitely? So I feel like kind of the same question. Holly, go first. What? I'm always going first. Okay, Why can't you go I'll first? go first. Um, yes, I can see ourselves returning to a life not on wheels. And then also... Because we'd be living in a boat, right? <laughs> so it'd be on water. It'd be on no, water. I can... I mean... I Yes, I can see myself returning to life, not on wheels, not living on the road. And do I know when that's going to be? No. Do I have like a timeline of, you know, what... When I think that's going to happen? No. So maybe am I living van life indefinitely? I guess yes. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Kind of just rolling with... I said that... I've been feeling like 
I think I'm going to have a feeling of when when the time to stop living life on the road is. And whenever I start to feel that feeling or that nudge, I'm going to explore it and see where it takes me. Uh-huh. But you do think you will have it at some point? I do. Yeah, I do. Why? Because you'll make yourself want to have it? No, because I've had like hints of it in the first year, for sure. <laughs> in the hard moments? And do in they the, come up and during the, the harder moments? And in the mundane moments. Mundane. It's never mundane. I will say that. There's always I don't know. The moments that aren't hard, they aren't like... Not the lows, not the highs. The moments in between. Um, yeah. What about you? What's it say? Um, Can you ever see yourself returning to a life not on wheels? It would definitely be on very different terms than I've ever lived not on wheels before, I think, even mentally. And I think I would, for at least, I think, the foreseeable future, I would retain some type of uh, access to being able to live on wheels. So, like, like keep the van but also have like, yeah, yeah, a house yes. or apartment have or Have some kind of direct access to be able to yeah. get back on the road uh, whenever I wanted or for whatever reason, like whenever I wanted I think that would kind of like I can almost see that being the case for like the rest of my life almost I like is having that. that kind of access but I don't want to say I would never not I mean I, I yeah we I, don't like around here we don't like to never say never <laughs> um Justin Bieber I like that I will never say never but yeah I just think that at this well that like sits well at this point realistically like it's hard. I, I've talked to a guy, um, I talked to one of our neighbors in Moab one time about mm-hmm. it. He was living in a van, not full time. He just traveled out of it like during a season. And we were talking about like how we've been doing it full time. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of, got, it's hard to envision like re-entering society as like our, our full lives are centered around like living in a societal place <laughs> and not on the road. So I was like, it's hard to even think about that right now with what the life in the van provides like that kind of access and freedom and lifestyle and so it feels like if I were to go back in the situation if I were to not live on the road anymore I would want to have like I would only go into that situation knowing I had access to getting back on the road whenever either whether it means traveling seasonally or just with trips or just like living year not on the road and then living a year on the road and then living a year Mm -hmm. not on the road and living a year on the road it would be something like that i think there would be a balance between the two going back it wouldn't just be full-on cold turkey all right we're done with road life completely Mm -hmm. we'll just we're gonna set up shop in one spot and just settle yeah yeah i like that i like the way you worded that because i do I don't know. I can feel it in me. Like, anytime we do get an Airbnb or a staying house, like, there are definitely things that I like. I'm like, this feels very, very good. And I kind of miss this. Uh-huh. But I also, at the same time, really enjoy living in nature. <laughs> yeah. So I do, like, I have, like, in my head toyed around with the idea, like, what would, like, having the both of those look like? could we afford it (laughs) that's that's the the biggest piece um but it does feel like that feels i think for me right now when you're in that feels a little more 
long-term sustainable for me. Yeah. Then either or? Yes. Yeah. Then either or. Yeah. Like, reliving the last year we just lived, if I lived to be, I don't know, 85, like, living that for the next 60 <laughs> or 50 plus years, it that feels very exhausting and daunting <laughs> having the same year again for the next 65 years <laughs> but i don't want to do away with i don't want to just crumble it up and throw it away either so yeah but then maybe this year you'll like get it'll be there'll be an ease to it that i know, wasn't there the I first know. year there definitely will be more you know? i think there was a there was a straight be. a learning curve that was straight up for us and yeah. i think for anyone which is a I think I would also tell van lifers. <laughs> the learning curve is going to be straight up for a long time. Yeah. And it feels like you're scaling a cliff. Yeah. Okay, what's the next big purchase for van life? Ooh, that's a good question. We've talked about um, new chairs. Is that a big purchase? <laughs> it's pretty big. We don't buy things for Santiago that often. We don't often. buy... Honestly, the getting the van back today from the dealership, that was that the was big purchase. purchase that I had in yes. mind. Yeah, Yeah, our big purchases are like van work. We don't buy shit, yeah, because we know it's going to be We're a van maintenance. fix it, yeah. yeah. Um, I would think, like, the thing that came to my mind was like a mountain bike. We've talked about getting a mountain bike. We have one at the moment. Yes. It's a hand-me-down, like some people we met on the road. They're awesome, awesome people. They just gave us their old mountain bike, and it's... I think it's better than no bike, but but it's not better than any bike. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah, Caleb's been wanting a mountain bike, so... I, yeah. I think... Maybe that'll be our next. Purchase. I don't know if it's uh, if it's really you know hit or a new spots. guitar or a new, want guitar. A new guitar. Yeah, too. actually that that would. Yeah, but I don't know if that I, could, I would consider that big. Are we talking financial wise? That would still be under like. I feel like you said something. The first thing you said wasn't that big. Fan maintenance. No, before that. Yeah. I don't know. A bike or a guitar. A bike or a guitar. We don't. I mean, we're pretty frugal. We don't really spend a whole lot of money. So like. Yeah, big purchases don't don't come very often. No. Um, what books are we reading? This is the last one. What books are we reading? Yeah. Uh, even though I said I had rekindled my passion for reading, I'm not really. I haven't really been reading anything the last month. It's kind of been. I mean. Especially when we have weeks like we just had, like there feels mm-hmm. like there's no. I mean, one, you kind of drop everything and yes. just focus. You just on, survive. You yeah. focus on okay, where are we staying? Mm-hmm. Where are we eating food? What are we doing for the next meal? Like, how are we able to balance this financially? Yeah. Uh, so like, and we also didn't bring any books with us. They were all in the van. So I brought, I brought mine. When I look back on it, it feels like man, I haven't read in a month. Um, the most recent thing I read, though, was Doors of Perception, I think, mm-hmm. by Aldous Huxley. Yeah. Yeah. Which I keep on pushing on you. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Have you read Doors it. of Perception? No. no. I'll get to it. Okay. Um, so that was the last thing I read, Doors of that Perception. That was the last thing you finished. I am in the middle of reading A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, which I have read before. Um, but I restarted it again this year and I'm almost done with Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. I typically have a nonfiction and a fiction book going at the same time. So New Earth is my nonfiction 
And then Alice's Adventures in Wonderland is my fiction. And I'm close to being done with it. And I had never read that book. Um, Alice in Wonderland is one of my favorite Disney movies, the OG, the cartoon. Um, So it was really exciting to get to read the book that that was based off of. It's pretty magical. It's, It's out there. I like it. Yeah. I also just finished the His Dark Materials series yeah. pretty recently. That's the Golden Compass series, as most people know it. But the Amber Spyglass was the last book. And now we need to watch that show on HBO. Yeah, I guess we do. We'll have we'll to see. add it to the list. So, yeah. And then as uh, I'm just adding on to this question, um, what video games we're playing right now. Oh, okay. uh, we did you just, want to talk about video games. Yes, I do <laughs> want to talk about video games. We did just recently make a big purchase in the video game world. <laughs> We bought. Uh, it's big because I think it's the only game I've bought in that full price. I always buy oh. games at discounts. So. Wait, we bought it. I thought you told me it was a discounted. Eh, it's on the Switch. We have it. <laughs> it is Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Yes, yeah, so we've been playing Mario recently. Lots of again, Mario, which has been fun. Lots of uh, been playing Zelda again recently. Mm, Breath yeah. of the Wild. Yeah. Trying to beat that. Haven't beaten it. Yeah. So yeah, that's what game. And then we're playing CTR. We need to get back to our CTR challenge. Yeah, we do. That's and that it. was it. That's the end of our question. That's, that's the end of, the end of that's, that's the end of year one the of the of Untitled Van Life Project. If you have been here since day one, thanks for like joining in this journey with us auditori- auditorially. Also, your homework is, what have you learned? You have to, all those superlatives that we just did in the last <laughs> you year, have to, you need to <laughs> apply them to your life and reflect on No, I'm just kidding. Um, but seriously, it's cool... Whenever friends tell us that they are listening, I like it. It's cool. Yeah. It feels like we're having a conversation, and I like conversations. So, so. now, a year into this podcast and to the van life, final question. Uh, we talked a lot about how when we were first starting the podcast, it was a way to like process what was happening. Yes. Now, looking back at the first year of the podcast, do you think, like, would it be very different without it? Do you think the processing would have been there yes. still? It would have been different. I think it would have been there still. It just would have been different. It wouldn't have been as... Well, do you like how it's been processed then through this avenue? Yes, and I still think like I could process more. I still don't think I process enough. (laughs) We could still process Um, more. So if you want to hear more episodes, just tell us. We'll start putting out two a week. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it helps. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. And... Cheers, babe. I cannot believe we made it a year. Another but cheers. You can't believe we made it a year? Come there on. were points. I There were a couple times. We didn't bring this up, but there were a couple times where we talked about like taking a break from the van. See, I don't even remember those. They're in the past. <laughs> cheers, cheers to year one. <laughs> Bye.